Does Nathan sound good? How do I sound? He sounds really good. Sweet. Really good. Wow. Oh. What about you us? Are good. we really good? Really good. <laughs> I guess, guess I'm done. Superb. Absolutely. All right. Well, then let's start. This is <laughs> episode 57 of the podcast. I'm Casey. We don't uh, have last names. Oh, I'm Deal TJ. with it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Scott. I'm Nathan. Okay, and this is the podcast. Nothing's too weird. Well, you know that everything is too black and everything is too white. Everything is too loose and everything is too tight. They got too much control. I hope they don't let go. It's too, Girly. too, too, or too. There's too much sun today. It's no fun. It's too cold. What the heck is going on? I just don't know. Guess I'll start another podcast show. Cause nothing is wrong. However, something ain't right. Without the darkness, then there isn't any light. You're being too polite. I think that maybe we should fight. The days are too long. Oh God, another long night. Nothing is too shaven and nothing is too bearded. Nothing. Whoa, nothing is too weird. Theme song. Okay. So Nathan, we've been internet friends for... <laughs> For forever. For over 10 years, probably. Yeah. Right? Like since MySpace time. Yeah, MySpace and LiveJournal were a thing. Probably when we oh, first yeah. met. Yep. Oh, wow. Nathan introduced me to Meat Raffles. Mm-hmm. Have you heard of Meat Raffles? No. Have you? No. A Meat Raffle <laughs> is, uh, is uh, a tradition. I think it started in the UK, and it's big in Minnesota. Yeah. And it is exactly what it sounds like. It's a raffle of various cuts of meat. <laughs> And it's a big thing. Um, I think sometimes it's used as like a charity um, event or something, yeah. but it's meat. So it's, it's just hilarious. <laughs> these people go crazy for meat auctions. Um, and I've been to one of those, but I don't think it's the same kind of <laughs> <laughs> Different. And um, I made t-shirts. Do you remember yeah. the t-shirts? I think I you have, do you still have one? I don't know if I still have it. It's probably with goodwill now. <laughs> Some lucky, lucky kid. Um, but I made these shirts, um, and it's, I think it said wanted at a meat raffle, and it was a giant, like... It was ground beef. Yeah, ground beef yeah. in a package. Oh, and, I kind of want one. And those those are, are still on Cafe Press, and every one, like yes. once every three or four months, someone will buy one, and like every five years, I'll get a royalty check for $25 <laughs> from Cafe Press. So, so if you today one. go buy one, I huh. might get three bucks. Okay. Five years tribute. Yeah. Oh, the sirens are going off. Oh, it's, it's noon. noon. Okay. Nooners. First of the month, sort of. First it's the Saturday. first of the month. Oh, yeah. Wake That's up, usually wake when they up, do it, isn't wake it? Up. Yeah, they don't do it every Saturday. What do they do it for? Test them. Well, it's working. Yeah. I don't think anyone can hear it. Cosmo can't hear it. <laughs> All right, so the internet. I've had some internet problems recently. Um... It's kind of been since the election that things have been going downhill on the internet for mm -hmm. me. Um, I think everybody. Has it been going downhill for you on the internet? Well, I don't really post anything about the election stuff, but just seeing it, Facebook yeah. makes me not want to have Facebook anymore. Yeah. What about you? Have you had bad times on the internet since the election? Yeah. Ever since November, I just get really extremely angry when I wake up and I, um, I try to avoid Facebook, but I do go to, to Twitter and it's conflicting because I want to stay connected and know what's going yeah. on. And to me, Twitter is a great source of what is breaking and the latest thing. 
but all of that news also stresses me out mm-hmm. yeah. so bad. So I, so the first hour of every day is me just laying in bed reading and being extremely, <laughs> extremely angry. But I can't shut it off. And I don't know what to do. Well, I don't know what to do either. I had one week where everything was just going down and I'm like, what's going on on the internet? Like someone, Meebok, you mm-hmm. know Meebok. Mm-hmm. So she posted an article about the oil spill that was, you know, the pipeline burst oil mm-hmm. spilled. And someone was like, it wasn't 100,000 gallons. It was only 48,000 gallons. Only. It, and that's exactly what I said. I said, don't worry about it. It's only 48,000 <laughs> gallons of oil. And I then, would have liked that. And then Meebok liked it, and she was like, oh, it's sad, but it makes me laugh. And then I got from a coworker that I'm not friends with on Facebook this whole tirade. And at the end, it said, why do you always have to be such an ass Capital A-S-S about things. And I'm like, you don't know what things I'm an ass about. We're not Facebook friends. Mm -hmm. As far as you know, this is the only time I've been an ass. Mm -hmm. But that happened. And then some other stranger told me to shut my cock gobbler. And I'm like, who says cock gobbler? (laughs) And then so... I kind of want to start. (laughs) (laughs) Now's the time on Facebook. Now's the time Mm -hmm. to say it. And this same person... On another friend's post, which is weird because it was like two different high school friends of mine, was like, Casey, you'd be fuckworthy if you weren't such a liberal troll. Ooh. And I'm like, well, okay, you're not. Yeah. So, and then I was surprised because no one was like, hey, that's not okay. They just let it happen. Like, the people that were posting these things were not really saying anything about it. And then finally, someone else I went to high school with was like, why are you friends with this guy? Mm -hmm. I see him like, Talk about people on all your posts. He's not nice to the people that are posting. So that all went down on Facebook within like a week. And then the day I got called an ass, then I was just sitting there and I'm like, oh my God, what's going on? And then I have to see this person at work and I'm like, you know, we work together, right? Like you're going to see me. And then finally, weeks later, she's like, Casey, I want to talk to you. I'm like, oh yes, here we go. But it kind of turned funny. Like everyone was calling me an ass at work and I'm like, it's okay. And she was like, I'm sorry I called you an ass. And then I'm like, yeah, that was pretty wild. Then I thought I could just say, you know, it was funny. We all talked about it. Like, yeah. everyone's called me an ass. Then she was like, I don't believe in name calling. <laughs> I'm like, well, it's not the Easter Bunny. You're the one that did it. <laughs> yeah. So, and then I'm like, okay, and walked away. I don't know what's going on out there on the internet. It's, it's a just, wild place. Everyone has a free pass to hide behind the internet and be... Yeah, and I think since Trump is a jerk, they're like, this is fine. We're fine. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, it's galvanized jerk behavior that's just kind of been simmering under the surface or like relegated over to Reddit trolls, you know, and now it's everywhere. Yeah, it's all over. Yeah. So that's the internet lately. Mm -hmm. So I figured we should talk about the internet since Nathan's here, and he is the king of the internet, and he wants... Soul, did, you tried to sell your soul. Did you sell your soul on the internet? I did. Um, I did try, and I was successful eventually. <laughs> yeah. This was back in 2002. Um, I was working at an ad agency, and um, the guy I shared a uh, cubicle with, we were joking around about goofy eBay auctions, and he said, you know, it'd be funny if someone like sold their soul on eBay. <laughs> and, I, and so 10 minutes later, <laughs> I'm like, okay, the auction's set up. <laughs> I've, I found, I, you have to have a picture on eBay of something, right? So I found an empty, it was like a tiny fudge jar. And 
I just wrote with a Sharpie my soul on it and posted that. Um, and the, uh, at some point, the Des Moines Register uh, picked up word of this auction, um, did a small story about it, and then uh, because of that, it hit the AP um, newswire. And then within a couple of hours, it just kind of exploded. <laughs> and it was a global news story for about two days. How does it feel to be a global <laughs> news story? feels great. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it, felt, it felt great. And eventually eBay pulled it um, because it violated their TOS. It was a, a non-tangible mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I guess. Item. I mean, there's it's a, a jar. jar. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jinx. <laughs> yeah, I don't know Jinx. if someone, <laughs> someone, someone reported it or what. So I moved it. Um, at that time, it had a lot of attention, and I moved it over to Yahoo Auctions. They had, like, Yahoo had an eBay clone, which probably no longer exists. But Yeah. And then it so. did sell there. <laughs> How much did you get? Uh, it was about, I think it was $46 total. And a guy on Cafe Press. Yeah, no <laughs> kidding. Um, a guy named Bill, who I'm Facebook friends with to, today, to this day. Yeah. And he lives in Los Angeles. Is he, he cool? He, is, he he is cool. He purchased it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He's in India right now. He's traveling the world. He's in I love India. That you know his life too. <laughs> yeah. You have and, to. He has your soul. And yeah, and the greatest part was that the story didn't end with the auction ending. He photographed it and continued to photograph it when he would travel. So he took it to London with him and he was riding the train and he had it in a little seat and he was taking p- pictures and posting it on <laughs> Flickr and he brought it to the Prime Meridian. <laughs> Your so, soul has had such an adventure. Yeah. Yep, it's, it's had its short it travels feel? too. It feels good. Yeah. What's yeah. the shipping on Soul? That was so of the $46, $15 was for shipping. Wow. <laughs> so he lived in LA mm-hmm. when he got the Soul. Yep, he still does. But yeah, yeah, but he's all around. Yeah, he's like a sound mixer for, um, I think, a movie or TV studio or something. Oh, my God. Wow. You've had quite a relationship with the internet, I feel. That was one of the first moments, um, like, um, was that 2002, where that was pre, you know, social media. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it was like the beginning, like the very, you know, like very mm-hmm. early live journal days. And that was the first time I saw the power of the internet to spread something really fast. Yeah. And you started your own internet, like, he started his own internet company, like, Lava Row, like, geez, you've been... Yeah, after, yeah, um, I did seven years of the ad agency, and then I started a digital marketing consulting, did that for six years. Nathan and the internet, together forever. (laughs) (laughs) I subscribed to something on the internet, because they kept liking my Instagram posts, and I don't know if you guys have that's heard a, of this. That's how they sucker you in. That's what I was like. This is great <laughs> marketing because I'm like, why do these people keep liking my posts? They're interested in your yeah. content. And it's they called. They just find someone they think would be interested, like a demographic. Maybe. I think so. Like it's so many pug pictures. They're like, she's into it. Hunt a killer. Have you guys heard of that? Hunt a killer. All right. Well, I signed up for Hunt a killer. <laughs> and I don't know why, based on like my Instagram posts, they were like, yeah, this is our girl because it's mostly pictures of Cosmo on there. But so it's a, you know, they have subscription boxes for yeah. everything nowadays. Mm-hmm. And so it's a subscription box where you have like a serial killer, but not a real serial killer, send you clues and stuff and you do an investigation like it's an interactive investigation. And it's mostly on the Internet that you're searching all this stuff. So I got a box like the first box came and there's a letter from a friend and um, just some little clues. And so me and Scott have been investigating this killer, Hunt a Killer. 
So each month you get a new clue? Yeah, and or I don't know... a different know, clue? Like a different... No, it's the same investigation next month, and I don't know how many months it's going to go on, but... So they send us something no matter what? Well, I can cancel it at any time. It's oh, a monthly no, I thing. Mean, I thought it seemed like you had to get done with that. Oh, no. Like, okay. It's a continuation of that, so I don't even know what the crime is. So some of that stuff might not even be applicable right yeah now. i don't know what's going to come in our next box because in this one there's a letter there's a little card that has a swan on it there's an article with all this stuff blacked out so then i was like well we need to see what these blacked out words are and then so i started googling it and i don't know if this is going to be spoiler alert to people that get this thing but and i don't even know if this has anything to do with the investigation <laughs> at all really but i ended up on this like swan serial killer musical that's in baltimore and there's a kickstarter and there's all these weird videos i've been watching and i'm like is this part of the investigation or am i just watching a weirdo that has a musical about serial killers i don't know but it sends you down a weird internet rabbit hole and it's pretty fun oh, you're gonna be a, i feel like it's like that movie nerve is that what it was where you have to like complete all these missions and it keeps getting harder and more dangerous each one yeah maybe <laughs> but i sending us to somebody's house yeah, yeah. <laughs> so there's a facebook group though don't knock just walk in. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> the facebook group is pretty crazy someone posted who's your favorite serial killer mine's ed gein all these exclamation points and i'm like do we have favorites though like you can say who's the most interesting but then people are like oh i just love like and then going on and on and then of course what it always comes down to is ted bundy being handsome and i'm like is he that handsome to me he's they always talk about him being so handsome i don't see it i don't see it either i feel like jeffrey dahmer's more handsome than ted bundy he looks like a with Jeffrey Dahmer not in his like child molester glasses, he's an attractive guy. I mean, he's. I would say he, if I could pick a favorite, it'd be Jeffrey Dahmer because he knows he, how to lure him in. Yeah, he seemed uh, seems like a nice guy. Yeah, like, despite the the killing. Well, and he part. always had to get like blackout drunk to kill too. Mm-hmm. Right. And now that's my kind of guy. <laughs> <laughs> so that's my favorite. Yeah. But I read a book. Did you guys know his dad wrote a book? And it made me feel so sad because his dad would have all these points in his life where he's like, oh, I should have stopped him. I should have known. And it was just kind of, it was kind of sad. Wow. Yeah. So his dad was like a scientist guy. and That would be kind of interesting to read, like reflecting on your son's life growing up after yeah. the fact mm-hmm. of everything. Because he was like, my kid was playing with like dead animal bones. And I was just like, well, science. <laughs> like, you know. Innocent. But I mean, you know. More you know and shooting. <laughs> I had to dissect a cat and stuff, and I didn't end up a serial killer as far as anyone knows. Were you doing it in your backyard? No, oh, I was doing like it at school was. in front oh, of everyone. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Jeffrey Dahmer lived in Ames, Iowa for a while. Did you know what? that? You know, no, where, I didn't know where that. I grew up, yeah. Very a briefly. close to home. Yeah. Um, I think he was two, so in his formative years. <laughs> but really? But lived in, uh, in the university housing there. I think it was very brief, like six months, his family lived there. Was his dad, like, doing work for the university? I believe his dad worked for Iowa State. Yeah, his mm. dad was, like, a scientist guy. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. So, I guess, uh, I, Jeffrey Dahmer does seem like the nicest serial killer, but yeah. also the grossest. It's weird. It's weird. Who's your parts. favorite serial killer? Scott? I don't know. I think, I feel like... John Wayne Gacy? Well, I was going to say, didn't he live in Waterloo? 
Yeah. For a little while. Yep. But that was before. I think my parents might have lived in a house that he ended up living in for a while. Or what? Like wow. I'll have to ask him. Did it smell weird? I don't know. It was back in... When was that? I don't know. My dad has an experience where he's like, maybe John Wayne Gacy tried to pick like him and his friend up <laughs> because I mean, because my dad was like, look like all those guys that he would pick up. And my dad did construction, mm-hmm. which is all the guys mm-hmm. he would pick up. And then there was someone with like a Pinkerton badge that tried to pick him and his friend up. But What's it could be Pinkerton not him. Badge? like a weird old timey cop badge. Hmm. I don't know. My dad didn't die, though. He didn't get murdered by John Wayne Gacy. Clearly. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) He lived to tell. But, I mean, he's not like Jeffrey Dahmer, you know? He was like, he dressed up like a clown, like a maniac. Who dresses like a clown? That's That's a sure sign. Yeah. It's, It's not right. Like, if you're dressing like a clown, watch out for anyone that wants to do that. Don't you think? I mean, yeah. Yeah, who who decides to do it's that? Kind of a blanket statement, but I agree. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. All right. I also want to talk about Scott and I went to an Iowa Wild hockey game. Iowa Wild. It seems pretty innocuous mm-hmm. where it should be yeah. a fine time. Well, people were losing their fucking minds at this hockey game. Like, they must be so into this hockey. This guy behind us. What was he saying? He was saying, because Scott wore just a Red Wing shirt because Why what not? was going on? The team they were playing is the minor league team oh. for the Red Wings. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And then the guy behind us kept saying things about the Red Wings to his son real loud in our ears. Mm-hmm. And Scott's like, what's going on with this guy? And he was asking us. trying to start something. And that's trying to gaslight us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so... That was going on. His son was there, and he's like, what kind of age girls are you into, like 10, 11? And then I'm like, son? well, then I had to turn around like, how old is this kid? <laughs> and, but then his son's like, oh, 12. So his son was probably that age, so it was fine. But it was a weird thing going on. And then his wife and daughter, like, it is probably the third, is it period? Is that what they call them? Is the third period. And then <laughs> they came back, and then they were like, are you drunk or something? And Because they were just being so crazy. And then his wife is like, why are you clapping like that in her ear? And then she's like, doesn't that bother you? And I'm like, yeah. He's, and she's like, why are you clapping like it's that? It's like he's purposely leaning forward to clap. Yeah. And then, so I was like, yeah. Then I'm a part of their whole thing. And then his daughter's just like, I want to go. He's like, watch the game. And she's just <laughs> on her phone. He's there with his son. It got to be a real strange thing. And then they're walking out. And then they're like, go back to Flint, to Scott. And it's just like... Yeah, go drink poison water. What is going on? This is a minor league hockey game. But people were losing their minds. And I, I think they were from Minnesota. Were they from it Minnesota? Like well, probably originally. Oh. oh, they had that northern twang. Because to me, yeah. it's just like an Iowa Wild game. It's just like, here we are at an event. Yeah. I don't it doesn't have matter. To... Yeah, it doesn't. It's so, the stakes are so low. Yeah. But this guy was. And the other Flint guys, it was just like, you're at like a minor league hockey game. Mm-hmm. Settle down. Yeah. Take it easy. So have you guys had any incidents at sporting events? Or do you start incidents at sporting events? <laughs> oh, yeah. I usually like to stir the pot. <laughs> no. It's mostly at like sports bars. Like people just go nuts. Yeah. Like they're that. all drunk. Yeah. 
But, but do they try to fight people? I think it's just more verbal. Yeah. That's all I've experienced. Except the time we were all down at Johnny's and it was the when the Cubs won the World Series. Oh, yeah. And people were freaking out and we were all sitting at the bar and the next thing I know, I've become a step stool for everyone to climb onto the bar. And after the third what? person tried to like step on my lap up, I pushed him down so he fell into the crowd and I'm like, I'm getting the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was happening so fast. Like people were just wanting to get people up. People were... And, like, what? Yep, and their champagne was like spraying all over. Oh like, Jesus! Uh, it's eleven thirty at night. Yeah, on a Wednesday, <laughs> or whenever it was. But. It was a weeknight, I think. Yeah, yeah. It, I think it was a Thursday night. Yeah, yeah. right. That's not yeah. right. We were in New Orleans, and it was like a nice restaurant thing, and then all of a sudden, the owner of the restaurant saw that people were watching the Cubs because a few people reacted, and then he started blasting all the TVs kick the jazz musician out. He's like, we're a sports bar now, but no <laughs> one was climbing on top of me. <laughs> oh, lucky. What about you, Nathan? Do you start fights at games? I don't start fights, um, <laughs> but I've, I've seen my share of bad behavior um, at various sporting events. Yeah, it is usually verbal or like passive aggressive um, or weird eye contact. <laughs> like they're not going to, they're not going to, physically start it but they're gonna get you to physically start mm-hmm. it that's what yeah. scott was like are they trying to incite me uh-huh. and then i'm like oh i don't know yeah. we gotta get out of here you should have pushed him yeah <laughs> yeah in front of his family <laughs> <laughs> well that's what once sounds like they would have liked it though yeah. i know his wife was just and scott didn't know that me and his wife were having this conversation about like because you were actually watching the game <laughs> yeah so he saw he heard his wife being like what are you doing and stuff and then when she was asking me, like, doesn't this bother you? And I'm like, yeah, it bothers me. And then, you know, I was a part of their whole thing. This whole, like, I'm here with my son being an idiot. My mm-hmm. wife and daughter don't like me thing. Yeah. I was a part of it. You didn't care. Yeah, I was fine. I'm like, fine. I couldn't yeah. tell if you wanted to, us, me and my friend, to turn around and be like, ha ha, mm-hmm. you're giving us a ribbing. Yeah. Or if he was really <laughs> trying to, but both of us were just like, what is this guy? We're, we're adults. I don't yeah. Or what you're doing. I feel like the next level of that behavior are parents at their kids' sporting events. That oh my god. Go insane. Oh, Wrestling sure they he, yeah, are crazy. They do go insane. Mm-hmm. They my dad has had to kick parents because my dad used to like coach mm-hmm. Little League when my brother was in it and he's had to kick parents out and be like, You gotta get out of here. They act nuts. Mm-hmm. And it's it. a child sporting event. Mm-hmm. What are you doing? Yeah. I think there was a mom. Of somebody on my sister's softball team who wasn't allowed to go anymore. A mom. She, a dad I'd get, but a mom. Oh, she, yeah. And I remember her. I'd be her son played Little League with me. And she was the Was he way. embarrassed? I don't think so. I think what? he liked it. <laughs> oh, my God. You're supposed to be embarrassed by your parents anyways. And then when they're behaving like mm-hmm. that, like, that's what I could tell this teen. It's just like, dad's embarrassing mm-hmm. anyways, and now he's doing this to mm-hmm. these people? Get me out of here. Mm-hmm. Were you in sports growing up? Um, not in like high school years, but as a kid, I did. Did your parents go crazy? No, <laughs> no, no. But we saw, you know, we even back then we saw, you know, parents on both sides going crazy. Mm-hmm. Fights. I remember. I remember a little league game in 1986, where a brawl broke out. Um, <laughs> uh, we were playing. Um, God, we were, our team was called the Cardinals, but we were, our uniforms were green. 
<laughs> and each everyone had like a corporate or like not a corporate but like a company sponsor yeah. so ours was like a storage facility <laughs> like whatever that name was like the storage facility cardinals we were playing i think it was oh a, it was the something i think it was the royals they at least were blue but um the one of the um, umpires or the third base coach um made some call that was controversial and uh, I, I think a couple of the parents came out of the stands, and one of them shoved the umpire. What? And they came out on the field. It, they uh, charged the field. Yeah, and it, it all hell broke loose. <laughs> How oh old my were God. you guys? Oh, uh, I so eighty six. So I was probably I was nine, nine ish. You're starting a fight at a nine year old baseball game. <laughs> <I know. laughs> wow. Oh my God. I wasn't in sports, so no one could get that worked up about anything that was going on. I was no one really got club. physical at uh, cross-country meets. No. You couldn't find each other. <laughs> Your parents didn't try to like beat anyone down no. for running faster than no. you? Were you running faster than everyone else, and that's why? Nope. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird that parents aren't ashamed of themselves, though. Like, think Why don't they think, this is going to reflect poorly on my child, and they're going to have to hear about this, mm-hmm. about me being weird? Mm-hmm. You know, I had to hear about, and I didn't know this was happening because it was always normal to me, but like when I got in middle school, people were like, what's going on with your dad's hair? And then I was like, what do you mean? What do you mean? Then they're like, it's crazy. And then I'm like, oh, is it? Well, it's because my dad didn't brush his hair, so it was like sticking up everywhere, kind of like Einstein, but you know, I grew up with it and I was just like... It's normal. Yeah. And I'm like, what's with my dad's hair? I don't know. Nothing. It's just my dad's hair. He buzzes it now, though, so he doesn't have to worry about brushing it. But then there was a time in high school when my brother wasn't brushing his hair, and then my dad's like, you got to brush your hair. And I'm like, who are you to tell anyone to brush their hair? No one needs to brush their hair. (laughs) So I have pretzels out here. Nathan Nathan posed to the internet. He asked a question. It was a real hot-button issue. I mean, people, people had a lot of opinions. He was like, pretzels. Are they the least satisfying snack? Discuss. The opinions flew. What was the... I feel like most people kind of agreed with you, right? Yeah. It, it, uh, to be fair, though, we have to designate what type of pretzel. So these that you have in front of us. They're tiny twists. Yeah. And at the when I posted, I was eating the little sticks. Yeah. Mm. Um, but there's a difference, like the, the soft, warm pretzel, oh, yeah. like you get from the mall or the airport. I'm all about those. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I like those. Dip those in cheese. Mm-hmm. Um, those are those are good, but these to me are. I was eating them, and I was realizing as I continued to eat them, I was getting angrier because <laughs> they were just so unsatisfying. And but you didn't stop. I didn't well, stop because you uh, can't stop. You can't. <laughs> and then, but they're. I mean, they're just. They taste like cardboard, and they have to glue salt to them. <laughs> you know. Is that how the salt sticks? Is there glue on that? I would. Just, uh, that's my. That's how I think that works. <laughs> They're coated in glue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not butter. No. The thing about pretzels is whenever I have them, I'm like, I should have pretzels more often. I'm enjoying these. Mm-hmm. And then I never follow through on it. Then they're out again. And it's like a year later. And I'm like, oh, pretzels are good. So you do enjoy them. But sort of. not enough to buy them. Right. Except right now. Good in the checks mix. <laughs> I, apparently they're really bad for you really like just empty it's probably oh, yeah. all the glue mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> the glue the salt glue 
I, I do think um, in Chex Mix they're acceptable um, because they do get coated with extra flavor. Mm-hmm. So it is a pretzel plus up a little bit. <laughs> yeah. But also you can use them to stir and oh, get yeah. to the good, really good Chex Mix, like the cashews or, <laughs> you know, the, the Chex with like, that got all the like the dark oh, brown I love seasoning that. stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So as like a so you use utility. It as a tool. Yeah. It's utilitarian. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know. There's just something about pretzels. It's kind of like me and Doritos where I never think I want Doritos. But once I have Doritos, I'm like, oh, I love Doritos. Oh, I always want Doritos. I never think about them, though. I get them when they're on hot deals at Hy-Vee. Hmm. You get them, and then you get cottage cheese, and you scoop them. Cottage, cottage cheese? cheese? And eat it. It's healthy. Mm-hmm. I've tried that. Never tried it either. It's my inner fat kid. <laughs> <laughs> this cottage, cottage cheese is healthy, though. Mm-hmm. Is yeah. it? So it's a healthy Isn't snack. Isn't it? I don't know. I like it. It's a lot of, there's protein in it. Know, but it's good for you. I, I think it's good. Yeah. Right? People put fruit in it sometimes. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. My mom eats, like, is it melons that you eat? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I my see people put peaches, peaches in it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Peaches. That's big. Mm-hmm. Canned peaches. Yeah. Wow, on top of cottage cheese. <laughs> yep. We ate a lot of that when I was a kid. That syrup. Just mix oh, it all together. I like peach syrup. <laughs> You just what? drink it out of the can, right? Mm, I think that's healthy. Mm-hmm. That's a satisfying snack, mm-hmm. peach syrup. Yeah. <laughs> but I guess pretzels, you know, they're they're always out to try different dips. Mm-hmm. So that's all right. They're, Again, it, it's being used as a tool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it. they're tools. They're not snacks. They're tools. If it's a delivery mechanism for some sort of dip, then I think yeah. it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> but pretzels alone, like like this bowl is... I mean, it doesn't do it for me. Well, that's what I was going to buy rolled gold pretzels. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, well, these are $3.29. I'll get the high V pretzels. They're $1.99. So it is glue. It is glue. Yeah. Yeah. I th- yeah, it's glue. It's on the ingredient list. Yeah. <laughs> <said that>. mm-hmm. <laughs> so, you know. Horse hoof. Have glue. you ever had pretzels with um, Hershey's Kiss and an M&M in them? That's mm-hmm. okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's acceptable. Mm-hmm. Almond bark. Oh, almond bark. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's that? When you, they're coated in that white. Uh, white chocolate? No, it's almond bark. That, yeah. What does that mean? That's, you just put things know. in it and it sticks to it. Yeah. It's like a liquefied. Liquefied chocolate yeah. stuff. Yeah. Almond bark? <laughs> it's almond bark. <laughs> <laughs> it's almond bark. <laughs> I, don't, I guess I've never had to, I've never had that question before. I just yeah. think it's almond bark. Yeah. What's that? Almond. Is there an almond tree? I don't know where do almonds come from. Do they come from know. the ground like peanuts? I don't think so. No, I believe they grow on trees. Where? I don't know. Greece. Uh, if only there was <laughs> a way to find out. If only we could look this up on the Google. <laughs> <laughs> we saw, um, I think it was a murder show, and someone was murdering someone for their pecan farm. And what? Yeah. You know, people will murder people for anything. Pecans. <laughs> Pretzels, whatever, yeah. <laughs> but there was this machine that just shook the pecan tree and shook all the pecans out. It shook the whole tree. Is it hard to shake a tree? Like a human couldn't shake the tree? No. Let's Pretty go try sturdy. to. On the break, we're going to try to shake a tree. It's how it works. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're pretty sturdy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've seen I've seen YouTube videos of those machines, um, and they throttle. Yeah. The trees, so everything falls at once. I think I saw it, it was an olive tree being... Oh. Throttled. Throttled 
massaged. <laughs> Things just fall, falling off. They're serious machines. I mean, it's like legit farm equipment, you know? Yeah, it's big time. Um, I heard that the... Apple orchards too? I don't know. The mob is big in the olive oil business. Have you heard that? Yeah. Well, most olive oil is not olive oil. It's got some mob ties somehow. It's under, like... Hmm. It's this whole underground criminal network of olive oil. It's true. It's a good disguise. Yeah. What, Scott, what do you find out about almonds? This is a species of tree native to the Middle East. Oh. It is similar to... Uh, it's in, like, the same thing as a peach tree. Hmm. And it's not a nut. It's a seed. It's a seed? Mm-hmm. What does it grow into if people don't stop it? An almond tree. Another almond Giant tree. Monster. <clears throat> a monster. <laughs> Fatberg. <laughs> I know. We're gonna talk about fatbergs later, people. So stick around. Right now, um, Scott, are you ready to do nothing's too wired? What do I have to do to be listen ready? to me? Okay. Right. <laughs> so this is I'm nothing's ready. too wired, and this is our friend Brandon Ream. He's very funny. He's on the internet where we all are. Mm-hmm. And you can follow him. At Reamcore, R-E-A-M-K-O-R-E, on Twitter, or at Brandon Ream on Facebook. He's other places, too, probably. Mm-hmm. Instagram. He's on Instagram. He likes internet. pictures. The there. internet. Find him. All right, so this is stuff he's posted on the internet that has made me laugh. It's going to make everyone laugh. I'm not dumb, but the stuff I know a lot about sure is. <laughs> <laughs> He posted a picture of a college-ruled notebook and said, Calm down, notebook. College didn't rule for everyone. (laughs) (laughs) Jim Jones can kill hundreds of people with a single punch. I listened to that Jim Jones, like, the last recording while people were taking the punch recently. Have you heard that? No. It's very... Like over a loudspeaker. Yeah. And some people are like... Maybe we shouldn't die. Like, are we going to Russia? The Russians won't have us. It's it's weird, you guys. Isn't there a senator that died, too? Yeah, they killed a senator. There, he went there to go try to stop it. Mm-hmm. Yep, and some lady's like, why aren't we going to Russia, like you said? And he's like, we're going to die. Your kids are going to die. This is what's happening. And people were like, yeah, why are you arguing with them? We're going to die. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> Yosemite Sam believed in reincarnation. <laughs> <laughs> Nathan, I think you'll enjoy this one. The Death Star was blown up for Alderaan reasons. <laughs> I have not seen the movie Daddy Daycare, but if that movie doesn't have a my girl likes to potty all the time joke, I don't think I missed anything. <laughs> I brought up Bonnie Raitt on a date once just so we'd have something to talk about. <laughs> Oh, this is why I had the grouchy anthem in my head. My Oscar predictions? Grouchy. (laughs) (laughs) Just once, I'd like to see a comedy show with further ado. My favorite social norm is that drunk dude from Cheers. (laughs) (laughs) That was Nothing's Too Wired. Now we're going to take a break. When we come back... We're going to talk about old people. We're going to talk about fatbergs. We're going to talk about all kinds of stuff. You're going to want to stay here. And Maybe... you're going to open your present. Oh, yeah. I'm going to open my present. It was my birthday. I'm a Pisces. 
Pisces. Oh, and then I have a website I just found about zodiac signs. So stay tuned. Yeah, stay tuned. All right, we're on break. Break. Ladies and gentlemen, would you please rise for the Grouch Anthem? No, no, no. With the Grouch Anthem, you stay sitting down. Down in front there. Now brace yourself, I'm gonna sing. Grouches of the world unite. Stand up for your Grouchly rights. Don't let the sunshine spoil your rain. right with this world? Nothing. You know what really makes me hot under the collar? You name it. And the next time some goody two-shoes smiles and tells you to have a nice day, you just remember, don't let the sunshine spoil your rain. Just the best part of this movie so sit back relax and have a rotten time <laughs> have you seen it scott uh, i think so yeah it's good i tried to make my nieces watch it and they were like oh, i don't want to watch follow that bird elmo's <laughs> not, not in this <laughs> yeah all right we're back you guys didn't go anywhere we did mm-hmm. so we shook a tree we shook a tree <laughs> didn't work we're mm-hmm. not strong enough to shake trees we <laughs> nope. tried it it was unsuccessful. So TJ brought me... There's a card. It is my birthday. Pisces. All right. Oh! <laughs> it's a peeing unicorn. <laughs> oh, he's putting a spot on my face. Anal bleaching! <laughs> Avoid the yellow sprinkles on your cake. Happy birthday. Oh, that's very nice. Okay. Thank you. Now here's your present. Okay. This is my present. It's a bag. He got me a bag of tissue paper. It is, this is an international best-selling digital book. You would know something about this, Nathan. It's called Double Header. <laughs> my Life with Two Penises by Diphalic Dude. <laughs> it's based on a true story. Oh, my God. The guy's real. He nice. is? Mm-hmm. He has two penises? Mm-hmm. He was born with two penises, and his parents didn't know which one at birth to get rid of, because what if they cut off the one that worked? <laughs> Did they so both they, work? Yeah. They both work. Nice. Mm-hmm. Have you read this before? Mm-hmm. Do you recommend it? Mm-hmm. All right. Did he, did he go into porn? Oh, uh, I don't remember. 
I feel like you could, would kind of have to. Yeah. If you had to. Do they both get hard at the same time, or would mm-hmm. one just be like... <laughs> <laughs> they tap out. <laughs> they switch. Yeah. Your turn. <laughs> Having managed to stay off the radar for over 20 years, he amassed thousands of followers on social media in a matter of hours. He did an AMA on Reddit. He began writing a lengthy, detailed account of his life so far, discussing his childhood, explaining that he knew he was special at an early age. <laughs> his parents support grounded him early in youth find out how he lost his virgin we're gonna find out how he lost his virginity and was treated by his peers from there he discusses his wild streak of sexual adventures fresh out of high school recapping his favorite questions and answers discussing sexuality and acceptance double dick dude covers the gamut (laughs) 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 seven way orgy he briefly detailed a torrent. Oh my gosh. Well, thank you, TJ. Mm-hmm. I look forward to reading this. The pictures? Oh, I don't know. Are there pictures? No. Is there a picture of it? You can Anywhere on the internet? Okay. Yeah. Here's. It goes without saying that living a life with two dicks has put me in some <laughs> hilarious situations. <laughs> it's the beginning of a check. <laughs> yeah. I don't typically use the wall urinal in the men's room. Too risky. But on rare occasions, it's happened. Dude, you've got two dicks. Dude, you've got one dick. He stares and blinks. You want to suck them or something? He looks up at me in shock. I think I do. Well, I don't want you to. Your breath smells. I left him standing there slack-jawed. His breath reeked of fish. Gross. Enjoy. Just a moment. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) There's one moment in Double Dick Dude's life. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then today I found this website, the nastiest things you're willing to do in bed based on your zodiac sign. Oh, okay. Let's go, Nathan. What's your zodiac sign? Gemini. Gemini. Let's see. Scrolling, scrolling. I can't read this. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, what won't a Gemini do? Geminis are passionate and playful lovers who are always game to explore something new. They're so upbeat and positive that they'll only draw the line at anything too serious or aggressive. All right. Wow. That's all it says? Yeah. You'll do anything. Oh, you can read. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, draw, I draw the line at rhinoceros. <laughs> <laughs> all right. TJ, do you? Um, Virgo. Virgos are not adventurous lovers. If you're looking to experiment, (laughs) yeah, you won't be happy there. However, let it be known that, that they more than make up for it by being very, very good at what they're willing to do. Like everything else in a Virgo's life, they've done a lot of Google searching and figured out how to approach perfection. Good for you. Mm -hmm. All right. Pisces. Pisces are creative souls who color outside the lines in bed. They are sometimes simple in their sensuality, preferring acts that emphasize emotional connection, but they will always add their own flair to otherwise ordinary acts. While not adventurous to an extreme, they do happen to be the best kissers in the Zodiac. Oh, good. Good job, me. Yeah. (laughs) What? Scott's an Aquarius. An Aquarius will not do any sex act they don't consider PC. Forget about domination and submission <laughs> with an Aquarius. <laughs> but stick around because they genuinely care immensely about their partner's pleasure. They always return the favor. <laughs> That's nice. That's considerate. <laughs> I found this guy's two dicks and it's unfortunate. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not pretty. 
What? Look. Where are they? Well, they're just hanging there. Can you see it, Nathan? They're, they're big. Yeah. They uh, <laughs> kind of look like an elephant's a, trunk. And that's a real photo. Oh. That's Dick Diggler. <laughs> Pretty hideous. <laughs> Cosmo does not like it. No, Cosmo hates these two dicks. Mm -hmm. What do you think? Okay, Cosmo was born. Oh, God. Yeah, let's see how Cosmo would be in bed. He was born October 8th. I don't know what that is. Is he a Scorpio? He is a Libra. No, he's a Libra. Libras have such exceptional people skills I never had to work hard for attention or affection. Chances are yeah. Yeah, they've been praised for all their vanilla sex acts, so they haven't really had an urge to explore beyond them. They'll go down on you, but they won't kiss you afterwards. Jesus, Cosmo. <laughs> Big. From, from here, I would like to talk about old people. <laughs> Speaking of going down... So my friend Maureen, she's, she's in her 60s. Her husband is 70. And she sent me a message and she was just like, I do not understand these old politicians, why they want to be out there embarrassing themselves. I just want to have fun. I want to play my virtual reality and play with my dogs. She's like, why are they still out there trying to control people? Just enjoy your life. You're going to die. Why? It's weird thinking. Like, think of the old people in your life. Like the 70 year old people in your life, and then imagine them trying to like make laws about things. That's weird. Mm -hmm. But those people doing it, just been doing it for so long, what are else they gonna do? They can retire and just do virtual reality like Maureen. <laughs> like, Maureen just should have... start a movement. I think she should start mm -hmm. a movement where it's just like, let's just have fun, guys. Yeah. Chill old people movement. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Relax. Yeah, just calm down. Eat Chill some. Chill the fuck out. Yeah. Eat some bran. Yeah, play some virtual reality. virtual reality. Virtual like reality. She does. does yeah, she like phone glasses. Mm -hmm. She does. Oh, those. like real VR. Yeah. Wow. She loves doing that, and she's done like, she it's went weird. into like a fairy garden thing, and she was talking about that. She just loves it, wow. and she plays um, drums, and yeah, she just wants to have a good plays time. She, drum. Wow. Yeah, she plays drums. She does like. Oh, for real. Yeah. I thought you meant virtual reality. And her like, favorite, cool. like. <laughs> So she worked like with monks and nuns and like her favorite, she loves Rob Zombie and she loves doing like heavy metal drums. I feel like this, like just describing her is bouncing like from one extreme. <laughs> she worked, she fed the home, or the, yeah. she was in Calcutta listening to Rob Zombie feeding yeah. the homeless. Maureen sounds pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah. she's super awesome. Mm -hmm. We saw her at Pugfest. We went there before we had Cosmo like five years ago. She's so cool. And we're going to Pugfest again. May 17th, Cosmo's going. There's a pug friendly. Yeah, he's going to be an astronaut. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll have to take a stroller because he's not going to want to walk all day. <laughs> Obviously. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah, old people, just have a good time. You're going to die soon. That's my advice for you. You're towing the line. Yeah. Why, why aren't you spending your final days just having a good time? Doing virtual reality. Enjoy the world instead of trying to control it. Yes. They're worried about the future that they're... No, they're not. They're letting the world just burn. They're like, <laughs> environment... Global warming isn't real. Yeah, global warming isn't real. real. Don't worry about it. <laughs> so old people just 
calm down a little bit. But we did see some cool old people. El Mariachi, the Mexican restaurant up the street, is so funny. What's going on? Is there an airplane out there? It landed in your front yard. Yeah. <laughs> so it was just this whole table of old people, like I think eight old people. And there was one guy that was talking the most, and it was like they were like, this is our safe space where we can talk about hating Trump. Let's do it. They were talking about, they're like, every day the pork prices and the corn prices have gone down, and he doesn't care. And then they're like, and what's Congress doing? Nothing. And then they're like, and he wants to build a wall. They'll just take that wall down. China's the only one that can keep a wall up. And they were just like going on and on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they, it was just... It was like they were like, we can go to a Mexican restaurant and we're safe here to talk about how much we hate Trump. And it was refreshing. And I was just laughing and listening. I took a picture of them. If you want to see how old they are, I took a sneaky picture of them at one point. It was nice. Old people know. Like some old people know. And other old people... They don't. They don't. They need to relax and play some drums, do some (laughs) virtual reality. Fairy gardens. (laughs) Yeah. What about, have you had any encounters with old people in your life? What do they think about the climate? Have you seen one? I've never met an old person. I've <laughs> seen them in They're on TV. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like hearing about the woke old people like you're describing that have a historical perspective and aren't voting yeah. out of, I, I don't even know where to start with the reasons, that, yeah. how he came into office. But I think it's like, it's easy to pin it like, the election, oh, that was old people that voted. Yeah. Um, or the millennials didn't come out mm-hmm. and vote, or they went this way. But it's just, I think there's just so many reasons, and it's it's nuanced. But there are there is a certain generation or, or group of a generation mm-hmm. that wants to, get, I think, get back to the Eisenhower era of, or what they perceive that to be, that America was like. Yeah. Which I don't think is something you want to go back to, but... I don't know. Yeah. So, yes, I've met old people. (laughs) (laughs) They're out there. But there's all these videos of, uh, you know, these rowdy um, town halls. Yeah, and it's all old people. Yeah. And remember the Tea Party rowdiness? They were all old, too. But here's here's more old people, but on on the other side, getting after it. I love seeing that. Yeah. That's what's nice seeing all these town halls. It's like, look at all these old people. Mm -hmm. Good for them. Well, you know, I guess if they're living out there final days that sounds horrible but they're like they want to they, they want to be able to enjoy it they don't have to be yeah. stressed have it be stressful or yeah they're they're legit doing something for mm-hmm. like to better the world yeah they're leaving so good for these old people don't be a dicky old person yeah <laughs> that's the message of this podcast um and i guess richard simmons is old and he's missing and we have Did tried you? to We've tried to update people on what's going on with Richard Simmons, mm-hmm. and no one really knows. Yeah. Wasn't he kidnapped for like a period of weeks by his housekeeper? That's she what was they were saying. Hostage. I do remember this. And at that point, that's when Trump was just like campaigning, and he's like, "We got to get Richard Simmons." <laughs> and yeah. I'm like, "Yeah, we do. I agree with you on this, Donald Trump. We do have to get Richard Simmons, but he's still gone." That's what. That's what one campaign yeah. promise unfulfilled yeah. yeah it's just one more promise that he hasn't kept you know we really should get on him about this like you said you would save richard simmons mm-hmm. what happened start tweeting him yeah let's start tweeting him so where is he he's i guess just held up at his home with his housekeeper no one sees him and it was i listened to this podcast there's a podcast called missing richard simmons and they'll give you more information than i can give you this is where i'm How gonna go when did that come out 
It just started a little few weeks ago. <laughs> and so they have just half an episode. But they're talking to people like the tour guides that did the Hollywood tours. They were like, Richard was always watching for that. We'd always drive by because he would come out because he just fed off the energy of people. Mm-hmm. And it's not happening anymore. Mm. And wow. it was some lady from Iowa was like, he came into the grocery store and I just passed him my phone number. And I didn't think he would ever call me. And he called her late at night and was just like, how are you doing? And checking up on her. I just feel like Richard Simmons is a treasure. And if Trump is going to do anything with hopefully his short presidency, get Richard Simmons. Get him to safety. Ignore all the rest that's going on. Don't listen to this Bannon guy. Go get Richard Simmons. Live up to your word. That's it. I feel like he needs to sign an executive order. Yeah. Demanding. And then show it to everyone. Investigation into. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe his housekeeper's Mexican. Yeah. Really jumpstart. Oh yeah. Yeah. Let's deport her. (laughs) That that should be the first person that gets deported. Mm -hmm. Whoever is holding Richard Simmons hostage, Mm -hmm. wherever Mm -hmm. they're from, should deserve it. Yeah. Can't keep a treasure like that away from America. You know, and he is. He is a treasure. He truly is. Someone else was talking. They're like. You know, I'd watch Buns of Steel and Jane Fonda, and it's just like, I can't do this. Watch Richard Simmons. There's all these like people that are my size dancing around. It's a fucking good time. Sweating to the oldies, mm-hmm. that's a good time. Richard Simmons was like the first wor- workout celebrity that would put real people in, yeah. which I always liked. Yeah, and they would really be doing it and having yeah. a good yeah. time. Normal people. Yeah. We did it in gym class. We sweated to the oldies. Did you really? Yeah, someone <laughs> someone suggested it, and then we're all just like, "Yeah, let's let's do it." And that was there's few things that I liked in gym, as you know. Mm-hmm. I would forget my clothes a lot, but sweating to the oldies. Yeah, I can sweat to the oldies. It's mm-hmm. a good time. We were forced to listen to one gym teacher forced us to listen to. Uh, she would bring in a record player, the like <laughs> the original Layla, like the cream version, the eleven minute. What? Which is which is awesome. Like a classic, but now it's burned into my mind associated with running circles in the gym. Yeah. For eleven minutes. You would have to song. run for eleven minutes? Every day. What? Jeez, well every so every that's gym period. Torture. Yeah. yeah, and so that song which is amazing it's like is PTSD. For me. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't make you want to get up and run. <laughs> did you what? guys get a roller skate in gym? Yeah. Mm-mm. Yeah. Yeah, I think we did. Did like a week or two of it. Yeah, it was great. We did canoeing. What? In in our swimming pool, our high school swimming pool. Uh, what? We didn't have a pool. You went to Ames? Yeah, they had canoes, and then we'd learn how to swamp them. Swamp them? Which is like deliberately yeah, rolling them over and then recovering. Oh, that's what Scott does with canoes. Survival skills. He's <laughs> 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 kidding. No, she thinks I flipped our canoe once. Oh. He did. He flipped our canoe. You want to know what else he doesn't do? Paddle. He just sits back there. I'd I'd turn around and I'm (laughs) like, what are you doing? Nothing. Nothing? It's a river. Just let it take you. We weren't weren't floating. We were canoeing. He was just sitting back there. So then there's pictures of me turning around like, what are you doing? (laughs) What are you doing? Nothing again? Flipping the canoe. I, ru- I ruined a camera down there. Yeah. <laughs> what happened was it got really shallow and like the bottom hit the sand. 
Mm-hmm. And they just kind of go like that. And then I like halfway stood up. Mm-hmm. And whoa! Yeah. And then just, yeah. Yep, so that happened. Yeah. That was our canoeing. That was, we learned that in high school. Never stand up in a canoe. We'll <laughs> <laughs> end up poorly. I didn't get a good education. Yeah. <laughs> Johnson. Failed, it failed me. Yeah, Johnston failed you. Yeah. What else was fun in gym class? We got to sit on those like little rolly things and kick a giant ball. Like those rolly squares. Oh, yeah. yeah. We had those two. Yeah. Rolly squares. We had a hole in the middle and they're all stacked. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Rolly squares. Yeah. <laughs> they had like a little rubber bumper around. Yeah. Yeah. Those were. Those God, were They fun. gave us weapons as children. Yeah. I don't think like kids couldn't have rolly squares today. Could no, they? they could not have rolly squares. Kids they don't do fragile. anything. Did you, yeah. have, did you have industrial tech? Yep. We did have industrial tech. We had like, there was some unit where we'd take like eighth inch clear plastic and we're supposed to make stuff out of them or whatever. But eventually people were just, like, using it to make knives. What? Like you were in prison? <laughs> yeah, like shivs. <laughs> Sharpening them down on the sanding disc. And like, There's no way that stuff happens now. Mm-mm. Well, I was the foreman in, you know, industrial tech, so I just had to watch what people were doing and say, yep, that's fine. Sometimes I would sand things. Nice weapon. Yep, good <laughs> that's a good ship. I remember we had to build like a balsa wood tower thing and put weights on it mm. to see like whose mm-hmm. was the strongest. Yeah, and bridges, yeah. balsa bridges. What? And me and this kid, we just covered ours in glue <laughs> for like three days. <laughs> so it just ended up being like this indestructible. <laughs> we put all the weight on it, it didn't collapse. <laughs> and then there was also a ramp that you would roll like a... Start off with like a softball and then go up to like a bowling ball. <laughs> it wouldn't even, so it wouldn't you even won? De- no, because we cheated. Here. Is that cheating though? Yeah, it was called laminating or something. I don't know. Cheating, Whatever. laminating. Cheating on the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this has nothing to do with gym class or anything, but there was a commercial on for the Creation Museum, and they're being a little elusive about what they're really about in the commercial. Where they're like, no, we we believe in dinosaurs. Come on down. And they're like, the kids are asking questions like, when is this done? When is this done? Oh, let's go check it out at the Creation Museum. And then they don't get into any of the crazy stuff that they believe. Also, I'd like everyone to know that I used to work with a woman that doesn't believe in dinosaurs. And she said she wouldn't take her kids to go see Sue because then she would have to explain that whole dinosaur thing. Sue the T-Rex. Yeah, yeah, the T-Rex. She was like, oh, I don't want to explain. Placed here by d- Satan. Not yeah, really. yeah. No. To try Throw to trick them. Yeah. Uh-huh. Isn't that so crazy that people believe Satan put dinosaur bones on the earth to trick people? People believe that. One of the she- better conspiracy theories. Yeah. Honestly. yeah. It's very elaborate. It you is. have to give Satan props for like, yeah. here's how I'm, here's I'm going to trick them. Fossils. I'm going to make up an animal. <laughs> but they're going to be huge. <laughs> huge ass lizards. And someone was talking about like this whole fake dinosaur thing. And then they're like, you can carve bones. You, if you think a bone's supposed to look like that, they're chiseling out when they're digging up. Just make it look like a bone. Then that, that's it. They can do whatever they want. It's like clay. Cut a bone into the rock. This is what people believe. There's people out there. They voted for Trump. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so this this lady that I worked with was like, 
she didn't believe in dinosaurs. There's people that I have interacted with that don't believe in dinosaurs. I just feel like that's a lot of education to learn how to carve dinosaur bones out of rocks. Yeah. And then that's artsy. Mm-hmm. Well, Satan is guiding your hand. Oh. Obviously. Metal hands. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I want to get into Nathan. Tell us what a fatberg is. Don't even tell us about what's going on with fatberg, but explain a fatberg. <laughs> yeah, and I brought a book today too, which your cat was sitting on. <laughs> and um, we're gonna have here, a book it, giveaway. Yeah. So and you'll sign it, right? Okay. Sure. Yeah. So in let's see, summer of 2013, I read a news article about fatbergs. This is the first time I had ever heard of one, <laughs> and it's a it's a phenomenon. Um, it's a pretty big problem in in London. Um, in the sewers and it's basically what happens is um, cooking fat which is dumped down drains a lot over there um, just mixes perfectly with wet wipes flushable wet wipes (laughs) and it basically um, they start glomming together um, underground in these sewers clinging sometimes to the top and they become so big that it backs up all this infrastructure so they send crews down to to Chisel at them and break them up with high high pressure hoses. They send like teams of people down, and some of these fatbergs they were found <laughs> are um, the size of a city bus, or one oh was the God. size of a seven forty seven. Oh I my mean, God! Just like <laughs> these things, just perfectly glued together, and they just—it's just this terrible byproduct of like human wastefulness. It's like yeah. so perfect, right? It's this stink. I imagine they smell bad. Yeah, like fatty poop. Yeah, and they pick up other stuff too. So it's mainly fat and um, fats, oils, grease, and these wet wipes. For some reason, the wet wipes just amalgamate everything together. Well, it's kind of like paper mache. Yeah, but they pick up things too. I'm sure, like poo, and and um, I've I've read descriptions of them. Tennis balls are in them. And just wood planks, such as you know, newspaper or whatever. So I became obsessed with fat birds, and I just love the name, also. And I, I immediately thought of this character like. This sort of lovable character that, and he's adorable. Doesn't doesn't have any ill will, but he's um, wants to explore the world above the sewers. <laughs> so then I was, I thought um, this should be a children's book, yeah, about fat birds, so educating <laughs> what they are, mm-hmm. about what they are, and then um, so he's he's this character that he's kind of alone in the world, and he goes and hangs out with the humans and uh, learns that some of them can be mean because he's different, but then he um, makes a difference in the world. Oh, Fatberg. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All in 20 pages. <laughs> I'm already in love with him. Isn't he so cute? Mm-hmm. He has a tie. Oh. Yeah, he wants to fit in with a human, so he gets a hat and a tie. Well, yeah, that's, that's he does, all he takes. He does go to a tailor, I think, on page four and tries to get fitted for suits, but... Oh, oh there he yeah, is. there he is. Well, I mean, what a little sweetie he is. Is it your dream to see a Fatberg? In real life, yeah, I would. Uh, they do tours. Um, <laughs> they do tours. Um, what? And I really think I should be invited. Why obviously. haven't you been? Mm-hmm. Um, that seems crazy. Uh, Have you contacted the people? That yeah. Do tours? So I actually sent these books to. I contacted some of the water authorities um, over there, like in Thames. Um, yeah. They tweet about fatbergs all the time, so I I slid into their DM like <laughs> I wrote and drew a book <laughs> about fatbergs because I knew they would be like, no one has ever done that. <laughs> And they were excited about it, so I sent them a couple of free copies. And yeah. Then, and they told me, yeah, if you're ever over here, we'll give you a tour. So I do have an open invite. 
Yeah, but I feel like they should. But send I feel like you. they should pay me. Like they should. Yeah. Know, fly fly me you out, out there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think obviously they mm-hmm. should. Yeah. Why haven't they? Any exactly. of our listeners, because we do have listeners in Fatberg territory, <laughs> contact your local Fatberg tour your guide. Water authority. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that who does it? The water mm-hmm. authority. Yeah. And they give tours of Fatbergs. Mm-hmm. Oh I think it's mostly God. press tours, but. Um, like this is the big problem. Yeah. Are mm-hmm. a lot of people? Why are they flushing? Well, like, the problem is they're marketed as this is this is the issue. They're marketed as flushable wet wipes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So technically they are, but they're causing this problem. So they're trying to get this product banned or at least educate people to, Be like, even though they're called flushable, mm-hmm. do something. Yeah. Put them in the yeah. landfill instead. Well, see, look at what people are learning on this podcast. Mm-hmm. Don't flush those things. We don't have Fatbergs in America. That... I Yeah. It, um, s- are we not using wet wipes? I don't think we use the wet wipes as much and we're not, we're not dumping cooking fat down drains no. as much as the British do, I think. Why are they doing that? I don't know. They're filthy. <laughs> British, British thing, I guess. Well, thank you so much. And you printed out some images from Fatberg for all of us, and we'll share that with our listeners. But it, he's so cute. Mm-hmm. He looks lovable. And he might smell bad, but he, he means well. He means well, yeah. He That's has a big good. Heart. And you have another book you're working on? Yeah, I just finished um, and submitted it to uh, Amazon yesterday. It's an adult coloring book. Yeah. Um, which has been a trendy thing. And then I just... It's so fun, though. Yeah. It's relaxing. It, just on... Uh, two days ago, I read an article about how no one's buying adult coloring books anymore, so my timing is... <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I made it all about um, uh, creatures and monsters and cryptids. Yeah. Which I've always been obsessed with. Oh, yeah. Like, I loved... As a kid, I'd go to the Ames Public Library... In all the books about UFOs or cryptozoology, Loch Ness, Bigfoot, I was all into that. <clears throat> so I would sometimes check those books out like multiple times in a row. Like, do you remember on the inside yeah. of the public library, the little pocket, and then mm-hmm. it had like the name of the yeah. person? It's like Nathan Wright, Nathan Wright, Nathan Wright on all the UFO books. What's so, your favorite cryptid? Well, so, so this coloring book, it kind of, there are cryptids, but it, I also pull in like Greek mythology, things like Medusa, oh, just because yeah. they're fun to draw. Mm-hmm. Um, just any sort of imaginative creature I mm-hmm. put in. but Any creature. But if you go like straight favorite cryptid, um, well, I'll tell you my, I'll start with my least favorite. Okay. And I, I think there's a tie. It's the Jersey Devil and the Chupacabra. Chupacabra is so fun to say though. It is fun to say. But I, the reason I don't like the Chupacabra is it's such a modern cryptid like mm-hmm. it's only showed up in the last i don't know 15 or 20 yeah. years and it's a, a goat sucker for yeah. those that, yeah <laughs> yeah literally that's what it means yeah goat sucker and i feel like um cock gobbler. it's a cock gobbler <laughs> it was the original name. <laughs> and, then, and then the jersey devil is just it's like a goat head with antler horns and i don't ho- think i know and, about and the hooves jersey. and a kangaroo body and bat wings mm-hmm. and it's just so it's so unimaginative because of how over the top it is. Like, yeah. it's clearly just insane people like this is cobbling things yeah. together. Yeah. And it's so, not really running around Jersey. Like, what's going to be, where's it going to hide out? Where's yeah. It yeah. <laughs> the shore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the boardwalk. Um, so, if the favorite would probably, I think I always like the Loch Ness Monster. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just, I love that. I love looking at those images and drawings of it and the sonar oh, expeditions to like try to find something yeah. and they never do. Have you seen that 
Werner Herzog movie about Loch Ness. Mm -mm. It's like a mock mockumentary, but not. Uh, and it's funny, but it's not. Uh, God, what the hell is that thing called? I'll look it up. It sounds like something I would be into. Cosmo so does not good. like pretzels. <laughs> <laughs> Cosmo See? finds them very unsatisfying. Yeah, it's the glue. He tried to just kindly drop mm -hmm. it out of his mouth without me noticing, like, be polite about it. What about you? What's your favorite? It's called Incident I'm at a Loch fan Ness. Nessie. Nessie? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Loch Ness is a classic. We went Starring, on a... produced, and written by Werner Herzog. Oh, my. Yeah. What's it called? Incident at Loch Ness from right. 2004. We all need to check that out. I mean, it is plausible, like... That's what I like about Loch Ness and, and Bigfoot is there's like, there could be a scientific truth behind yeah. it. Whereas things like the Jersey Devil, like it comes from this legend of this 13th child was born and it was possessed and it what? was a demon and it flew away at birth. And <laughs> I didn't, I don't know about the Jersey Devil. <laughs> grew a goat's head or whatever. But, but and Loch bat Ness wings. Yeah. and bat wings. And antlers. Mm -hmm. and it it's got everything. Us. Yeah. And cloven feet. Is that what that's called? Cloven? When they have... Hooves? Is that yeah, the... Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. Sounds okay. right. Yeah. Jinx again. <laughs> <laughs> Unjinx me. <laughs> but Bigfoot and Loch Ness, you could... Yeah, okay, so so it, a thing, the dinosaur swam into this area with its little family and then eventually yeah. became locked in and... And he's That happens surviving. to species. Yeah. You know, things are washing up from the ocean that we have never heard of all the time. That's why I'm scared of the ocean. Those because are, there's monsters in there. Those are called globsters. Globsters? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What, those things that wash up? Yeah, that's the technical term, yeah. Um, and I drew one for the coloring book. Did you? Yeah. <laughs> because, yeah, it's unidentified um, sea, sea animal carcasses. Mostly wet wipes. Mostly <laughs> wet wipes, yeah. But it's like, a, you've seen pictures of them, like masses of yeah. tentacles and eyeballs and scales. And, there was one that looked like it had fur, but then they're like, this is just its muscles breaking down. And, yeah. So Fibrous, yeah. Yeah. Old muscle, yeah. So they're disgusting. Like fur. Yeah, I guess I like Bigfoot. Mm -hmm. You know, I went on a Bigfoot hunt. Scott was there. Um, we were there cool. with a couple, I think the local drunks from Bonaparte, Iowa. They said that Bigfoot comes from portals. And so um, they said that the portals open up and that Bigfoot has also thrown a rock into the, ri into the river that's there. And then it made not just a caboose, but a caboose. <laughs> and so there, it's just this couple that... And I can't believe that they would take, so it was like this whole big group of like people. They were like, yep, Bigfoot I'll take honey. you guys out there and talk crazy. They have pictures on their phone. The lady was like, what do you see in this picture? And I'm like, well, I don't know, probably a portal. <laughs> like, <laughs> These pictures were of Bigfoot, like blurry or? No, they were not, no. but she. Just she pictures of the woods. They're pretty oh, okay. sure Bigfoot lives by them, but it's like. You guys have nothing better to do, and it's fine if you want to spend your time playing around looking for Bigfoot. Why is Bigfoot throwing rocks into a river? I guess he enjoys it. And out. I'll tell you what else they said. He enjoys looking in people's windows. He's just curious. I think that's what these people like to do, look in people's windows. Yeah. So we had an anniversary party for my parents at Walnut Woods, mm -hmm. and there is woods back there. And so my nephew was like, we got to go out on a Bigfoot hunt. And it's like, yeah, we do. <laughs> and so he was hitting the trees like they do on Finding Bigfoot. And then he came back and told us he saw him. And he might have saw a little foot, too. And then my niece was like, that's only in Hawaii. And he's like, nope, it's here. And then he's like, the thing that scares me about Bigfoot is his red eyes. 
And then I'm like, oh, yeah, that's pretty scary. And then after he walked away, my niece was like, he didn't really see anything out there. <laughs> like, she thought I was like, yeah, whoa, scared. guys, Bigfoot's yeah. out there. But we went out there. We were slapping trees. We were howling. He thought uh-huh. he saw something. Mm-hmm. It is kind of fun to play around on a Bigfoot hunt, though. So I get why Ty and I can't remember the guy's name. Corey will go out on Bigfoot hunts at night. I mean, mm-hmm. walking in the woods in the dark at night. It's something, it's something to do in Bonaparte, Iowa. <laughs> what else is there to do? Nothing. Nothing. Well, I guess Heath went to a bar there in oh, Bonaparte, right. Iowa. And there was this lady there. Her name was Carol. She wasn't wearing a bra. She showed the whole bar. Her breasts displayed it. Heath has got a picture. He sends it to people when they're saying something to him via text that he doesn't want to hear. Oh my it's God. Carol's tits. <sighs> it's a Carol's tits picture. <laughs> So, yeah, so you've got an adult coloring book with all these creatures. Is <laughs> Carol's tits in your coloring book? Yeah. No. I should go back Next and edition. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Revised edition. So, when will that be out? Or do you uh, not know yet? That should be next week. It should be available for sale. Really? Yeah. All right. Yeah. It's easy. It's the self t shirt thing. and an adult coloring book. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like adult coloring books, mm-hmm. I think it's fun, I think it's mm-hmm. relaxing. Like, it relieves stress. It does relieve stress, and it's it gets good for you, your mind. It gets you focused on something, not just every stupid thing yeah. in your brain. Not staring at a screen. Yeah, yeah. You're coloring. Mm-hmm. What's more fun than coloring? All right, and you've also quit your job, and now you're like mm-hmm. freelance artist, illustrator. Just you're out there. You're just a freelance worker. Yeah. So I spent three years in the corporate world at. Hy-Vee, which is a uh, regional Midwest grocery chain for your, yeah. for your listeners <laughs> that don't know what a Hy-Vee is. In Abu Dhabi. <laughs> yeah, we've got people in the United Arab Emirates that listen. I think our top places like outside of the United States are Germany, the United Arab Emirates, and I can't remember the third place. Someone in Russia was listening. Watch out. Mm-hmm. But They're spying. Yeah. <laughs> well, now they know what a Hy-Vee is. Yeah. Yeah. Hy-Vee uh, has everything, by the way. Mm-hmm. Like, kind of crazy how much mm-hmm. yeah. they have. So it's a big company, and um, it was it was fun for a while, and then corporate just isn't my, my thing, so I got burned out. And and I've always wanted to do art full-time. Um, yeah. I went to college for that. I always wanted to be an artist when I was a kid. And so then um, I thought now was, now was the time to do it. Now you're doing it. You're so yeah. brave. This, it's inspiring. Isn't that inspiring mm-hmm. to just mm-hmm. be like, no, I'm done with this. So where can people find your art and contact you and stuff? Uh, NathanTWright.com. Don't forget the T. <laughs> there's, an, there's another Nathan Wright out there, and he gets all the, like, all of the social media handles and URLs That's... before I do. He always gets the Nathan Wright. So I had to add the T to distinguish. He's an asshole. <laughs> He's poor hitter. He's my mortal enemy. Does he enemy. have two dicks? No. He does not. I don't think he has two dicks. But we don't know. He barely has one. Yeah, he's uh, he's like a youth minister. And oh, now I feel bad. Not really. In Georgia. Yeah. But a dick. Mm-hmm. Definitely a dick. Um, have you contacted him before and be like, can I have this? And he's like... We've had interactions. Um, in, in fact, recently, because he also has NathanWright at gmail.com. And I'm Nathan T. Wright at Gmail. Yeah. And um, there's a... There's a board or a work group I'm on for the state government and they had me in their mailing list as Nathan Wright at Gmail. Oh no. And we're working on this project and everyone started emailing these things. 
they were intended for me to him. <laughs> and so he contacted me and like sent me this really nasty email. What? Like, what was it? Like, why are these people spamming this me? This is a and... youth minister that's yeah. like sending you. I think it's the same. It has to be the same evil Nathan Wright. Oh my right? God. Yeah. I bet he doesn't well, believe like, in dinosaurs. What is, what is the attitude? Like, it's, it's yeah. a mistake. It's a human mistake. Yeah. So be he like, must be destroyed. Yeah. Let's destroy him. Yeah. That's the mission of this podcast, along with get right. Nathan's books, color Single his out books. individuals and yeah. hate on them. So, anyway, he, so it's not Nathan. It's Nathan, Nathan is. So yeah, check me. it out. And what else? What else is going on, TJ? Anything? Um, what are you looking at? The youth minister? What, that, oh, that's He's a Nathan, choreographer. That's Nathan M. Wright. Nathan M. Wright <laughs> is a choreographer. It's, it's, I'll get it right. Okay. It's an artsy name, I guess. I mean, that's in the arts in some capacity. I bet that person wouldn't send you a nasty message and be mm. like, just stop it. Yeah. I said the site's under construction. Mm. Go for it. Go for it. (laughs) TJ, will you get the box of questions behind you? Mm -hmm. All right, so now we're going to do box questions, and these are questions from a box. TJ gets to pick them out, and we're going to answer them. It's stuck. It's stuck. Oh, got it. Okay. You're waiting for it to explode. (laughs) (laughs) What did you get into trouble for when you were young? All right, who's starting? Scott? I didn't get in trouble for anything. My, I made you, it so that my sister got in trouble for everything. Oh, you yeah. framed her? Yeah. <laughs> what about you, Scott? Mm. Were you never getting in trouble? You shot BB guns at someone's house. I've heard about that. Yeah. We claimed we didn't do it, though. And people believed you? I guess. I mean, there was no real evidence. It's best to deny it. Yeah. <laughs> we once went in down into this guy's chicken coop. We got in trouble for going down there. Cos. Cosmo, what'd you get in trouble for? For everything. Right now he's tangled up in cords. Yeah. I'm gonna let you down. (laughs) (laughs) See, I don't know if we actually, we didn't really get in trouble for the BB guns. Because they couldn't prove it. But we got our BB guns taken away. Well, the way your parents talk, it's like, case closed, you did it. Well, yeah, but there's never any proof. Do you still claim you didn't do it to your parents? <laughs> mm, I don't think so. Did they listen to this? Because you're kind it's of kind of like look, right the now. neighbor's window got shot out, and who's the only people around in the neighborhood shooting BB guns? It was us, but yeah. nobody saw you do it. Exactly. So you're still claiming you didn't do it. Hey, as That's far still as you the know. story. Sticking to it. I got in trouble a lot. I think I was always doing something bad. I'd sneak out a lot. And it's like I wasn't even doing anything that exciting. I just wanted to be out of the house, so I'd be sneaking out because, like, the people that would be friends with me could be out late, and I couldn't. So mm-hmm. I was like, guess I got to sneak out. <laughs> <laughs> so I would sneak out. And I don't know. I was naughty. It's fine. <laughs> My crimes are pretty minor. I remember once I came into the house, like, and I apparently doused myself in gasoline. By, not what? intentionally, but... <laughs> <laughs> Kind of by mistake. I was like, I was a kid, and I would think I was playing pretend with um, my my big wheels. Yeah. Big wheel. Remember those? Oh mm-hmm. yeah. Oh yeah. And there was a can of gasoline, and I was like, oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna fill it up. <laughs> need, this big wheel needs some gas. So we can go fast. And then, and somehow, in doing that, I got gas all over myself. And then I came into the house, 
and immediately my parents are like, why do you smell like gasoline? (laughs) Put all the matches away immediately. (laughs) Take your clothes off. Get in the shower. Well, we're fine. We're fine youths. Mm -hmm. You want to pick another question, TJ? If you could design and build a room of your own, what would it be like? A room of my... (laughs) 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 Um, I guess it would be dim. No fluorescent lighting, because I hate that. Maybe just pillows everywhere mm-hmm. and blankies. Like Genie's bottle. Oh yeah, like Genie's bottle. Mm-hmm. That'd be great. Mm-hmm. Just floating around on like couches and mm-hmm. pillows. Mm-hmm. I would do a sensory deprivation chamber. Oh, really? No <laughs> lights, no sound. Padded for sure. Mm-hmm. I agree. But like no <laughs> devices can come in. Have you ever done flotation therapy? There's no, I've heard going. about it though. We, I did it. Scott did it. You like it? Mm-hmm. It was real nice. Do it. Yeah, you should do it. It's still there. Yeah, I think fade away flotation. Yeah, it's called fade away flotation. Hmm. We did it. I contacted him for the podcast. I'm like, can we try it? And it was when they first opened, and it was like, yeah. And now they have a different thing where they'll like turn on music to let you know it's time to get out. But at that time when they first started. You'd have to listen for a knock to get out, so they would come in while you're in the chamber. Mm. And that kind of kept me from relaxing, because I was like, was that a knock mm-hmm. all the time? Yeah. And it wouldn't be a knock. I was just imagining knocks. Yeah. Hmm. I feel like I should buy an ad on your podcast now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. This episode is sponsored by... Yeah, what's it going to be sponsored by? Nuts. Nuts. Because we need more of these nuts. <laughs> <laughs> That's our sponsor. Mm-hmm. All right. One more question. What was your most memorable meal ever? Oh, For my wow. birthday, growing up, we could pick whatever we wanted to eat, so I always picked Genio turkey loaves for dinner. Turkey loaf? Yeah, I don't get it, but I thought it was good. Okay, what's, what's a, turkey a turkey loaf? So it came in like the tin, like a rectangle tin, and it was a loaf of turkey. <laughs> like a meatloaf, kind of? But turkey. Yeah. Like pate. Kind of? And no. then you bake it. Yeah. Hmm. And then I mean, you slice it. You could slice it. Hmm. And it was, had brown gravy over it. Mm. Have anything in it other than turkey? Or? Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure, it's all byproducts. <laughs> Tyson's. Was like it that. like Virginia hot dog tasting? It tastes like turkey. Like turkey? Yeah. Okay. As long as it tastes like it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's all that matters. Yeah. What about you? Memorable meal. <laughs> memorable. Memorable doesn't have to be like best tasting, right? No. Um. I guess one that comes to mind is uh, a buffet in Vegas where because of how much it cost, I was on a trip with my dad. We just got, I mean, everything possible. It was like, yeah, we're going to get everything out of this buffet. (laughs) So there were some of the plates were so absurd. They were like snow crab legs with a slice of pizza on top, (laughs) you know, because we're trying to shove everything we can onto a plate before we go back for seconds and thirds and soft serve ice cream and. Um, Chinese food, <laughs> you know, that was, that was a good meal though. You know what? Bonanza was always great. Mm-hmm. At the end you could get, did you go to Bonanza? And mm-hmm. then at the end you could get the ice cream. It was just like, just get me through this mm-hmm. so I can get that. Let me eat it's enough to get the ice cream. The, yeah, yeah. It was all about the ice cream. I guess, well, like you, we could pick out our favorite, mm-hmm. whatever we had on our birthday. And this was always my favorite thing. And I still like it. Scott doesn't like it. It's bologna. And then. <laughs> Fried bologna. It's fried, but like you dip it in eggs and then you coat it in cracker crumbs 
fry it up on a skillet. Mm. Delicious. Actually, that sounds good. Yeah, it's really good. Scott doesn't <laughs> like it. I made it for him once. I was like, you're going to love this. <laughs> he, he didn't was love it. your it. first date. <laughs> yeah, that's what we did. <laughs> was that your most memorable meal? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Never forget it. Never forget it. What's your real most memorable meal? I don't know. I ate alligator tail once. Was it good? It was fine. Where'd you like eat a, it at? It's kind of like a chicken steak. It's like tougher and meatier, but hmm. it's that not like terrible. Dark... Alligator's not the tastiest. It's Have you had it? Bland. Yeah, I've had it. It's chicken steak. Does it taste yeah. like chicken steak yeah. to you? Tough it... chicken. Yep. I had octopus once. I do like octopus. I like squid. A calamari is, is good. I don't. Mm. I've had ostrich before. Is that good? Does it taste like chicken? Mm-hmm. And then you made it like look like pulled pork with barbecue sauce. Oh. Mm. Have you ever eaten a duck heart? <laughs> no. no. Have you? That give me superpowers. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I did this summer in, in Portland. It was one of these restaurants that, like, everything is very small plate. Yeah. Very unique. And it tastes exactly like you would imagine a duck heart would taste. Gamey. Squishy, kind like of like iron. When you, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll stop. <laughs> I wonder if they rip it out like Temple of Doom. <laughs> Call him all shocky. They leave the rest of the duck. Yeah, <laughs> that heart. the duck goes down into a fire pit. I assume that's what happens. Uh-huh. All right, every time. Yeah. <laughs> now we're going on to plugs. What do you want to plug, TJ? We'll start with you. Um, so I found another podcast. What is it? Out on the Lanai. Out. It's a <gasps> Golden, Golden Girls, Girls podcast. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. These two people and they review or they go through and review each episode. Oh, oh that'd be, that sounds good. Mm-hmm. Good material there. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. that is. And then like behind the scenes What are going to do when they get info. to the end? Who knows? Yeah, what will they do? Go on to Empty Nest maybe? <laughs> or, <cool. laughs> what was the, what was the. The one before that? No, what did. Golden Palace. Oh, I forgot about the Golden Palace. And they opened the hotel. Yeah. That didn't last very long. It's only a season. No, Empty Nest went longer. But uh-huh. Golden Palace, um, who was in that? It was just Blanche, Rose, and Sophia. Okay. Dorothy came, like, okay. would pop in and out. but Got it. She was like, oh, come on, guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Is that, do you have any other plugs? Can I, I'm going to plug you. Again? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's a threat. (laughs) (laughs) And I've got to come see you soon because my bangs are out of control. But get your hair cut by TJ because it's a really nice time. I've had really bad haircutting times. And you'll have a good time. And you'll have a good haircut. TJSpurgeon.com. And he does emergency bang trims. Mm -hmm. I mean, come on now. (laughs) Rhonda and I were just talking about how far you've come with your haircutting experience. I do feel like that too. And that's what Heath says too. Like, think of all that you've been through. <laughs> and I have. I've been through so much. You're, you guys were so nervous that first time you came in? Yeah. And then it was just like a good time. It's, and it's all thanks to TJ. So go do it. I don't know what's going on with Cold Sweats. That's who know. we went on a Bigfoot hunt with, Cold Sweats podcast, but they haven't made any new podcast. That's because so. the person that yeah. organized it moved to Moved to Texas. Texas without probably any ice cubes. I don't know. He didn't have any 
Can you imagine not having any ice in your house? Imagine that, Nathan. That sounds like a dark place. Yeah. So we went down to podcast with him. No ice in the house. Hmm. And like, you know, no ice cube trays. I understand not having an ice maker, but you got to have ice. Mm -hmm. You got to have ice. So I'm just plugging TJ. Who knows what's going on in cold sweats Mm -hmm. if they're going to come back. Plug old episodes. Nathan, you've got things to plug. Books. Yeah, just um, visit my website, nathanswright.com. All the things yeah. are there. And you do all kinds of things. Not just illustrations. You're just an artist person. Mm-hmm. An inspiration. Mm-hmm. Go be inspired. Scott, what are you plugging? Plug something. Why do you always do Because you've got to plug something. <laughs> I plug the guy with two dicks. <laughs> yeah. Good job for him. So thanks for listening to the podcast. Thanks for being here, Nathan. Thanks for having me. Goodbye, everyone. Bye. Bye. Bye.